Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed found under each episode. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with one of their transceivers. And PowerFilm Solar. PowerFilm manufactures durable, lightweight, rollable, and foldable solar panels that will take your ham radio setup to the next level, making it more portable than ever before. Visit PowerFilmSolar.com for more information. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. And hello to you. My name is Christian. The call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. So much happening now. And I've become very curious as to what's happening in Puerto Rico. So many other places like Houston, Rebuilding. Parts of Florida always seem to be on the mend from a storm. The Virgin Islands. Just, we don't hear much about this anymore, right? Maybe a little bit. It depends on where you get your news from. Are you reading it? Are you watching it? I've got a friend who comes from the Virgin Islands. I have a few hams who are friends of mine who live in Puerto Rico. So, you know, it depends on where you're getting your news from. And it's just about a month now since Maria, Hurricane Maria, just pummeled the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. And so Puerto Rico becomes a focus for me in my mind because I'm I'm curious, first of all. And I'm hearing and reading different things. You're going to hear my chair squeak a little bit. I have to replace this thing. You can tell when I shift my weight, it, it wiggles and it, it squeaks. Not my bones. So if you hear it, it's not really my bones yet. But I'd like to study in the coming weeks what happened in Puerto Rico. I'm interested in disaster relief. And again, a curious mind will lead me to ask questions. You know, about the plan. You know, roughly we know the Red Cross asked for support, the largest amount of support in its relationship with the ARRL. So I'm curious to see what that plan was. We know there was a three-week deployment. There were upwards of 50 people slated to go. But in the beginning, I'm I'm interested in that process and how that selection process went. What we were hearing coming out of there was a force of 50, you know. And I mentioned last week on the show how I thought that was a little bit too much marketing. I didn't care for that. We'll get to that in just a bit. But clearly, there must be a plan going in. After this storm hits. 
And I want to explore that a little bit. I want to learn. I can't imagine we wouldn't have learned some really important stuff with a storm this big. And I'm curious about disaster relief, man. It's everywhere. You've got fires to the west. This is just now. Fires in Spain. Crazy weather patterns, you know, in the UK. This storm comes along and you've got a developed country. Storm comes along and now it is a third world country. It's no joke, man. And you know, as ham radio operators, you meet people from around the world. And so what we do is we communicate. Again, I can't imagine a size, a storm this size, wouldn't bring some new developments in our mind to think, yeah, we could have done this better. And that's where I'm going with this. So I would like to sort of piece together this mosaic and offer an open invitation to the ARRL, its members, the Red Cross, what we know is the 22 members of the team. There was never a force of 50. There were 22 members hand-selected. I'd also like to welcome members of FEMA. What the heck? And hams that are on the ground still working in Puerto Rico. Let me first start off by saying thank you to the 22 ham radio operators who gave of their time, energy, and experience. This wasn't easy no matter what. Okay, a three-week deployment away from your normal life is significant. And I can't believe there would be a time where you would serve for three weeks in this backdrop and not come back changed. You know, this is serious, serious, real-life experience. And these folks, after three weeks, were able to come back knowing what they had been through, living on cots and however... To come back to a warm bed, food, and electricity. So the scope of their work is still a bit unclear to me. Again, there are many articles and things that are coming out. Maybe not many. But I'm hearing from people. I just want to start this show so we're not getting things twisted by thanking the 22 who did go. All right? And then let's look into the plan a little bit more you know we're going to just take a deeper dive if people are talking about this there's a lot of area to grow wouldn't you think absolutely every day you do something the second time you're going to learn a little bit more from it that's what i'm talking about so i'm curious to see how the plan went from the red cross asking for you know upwards of 50 This goofy label that was put on it, I think, which was a mistake. Whoever thought of that, you need to rethink things in times of disaster. The force of 50, I find it to be uh, marketing, sales. uh, But I come from a time, you know, 25 years in broadcasting on the air where 9-11 happened, right? And I had a program director wanting to capitalize on this disaster. 
by changing my name to America. As dumb as that sounds, there was a person who thought this was a good idea during 9-11 and the months to follow. Change the name of a broadcaster who is known in this city to America. And I thought, you can do that with somebody else. So maybe I'm just sensitive to the fact that you would put a label on this right away for the force of 50. You know, that's not a new movie with The Rock. That's how this was positioned. Nothing against whoever went. I don't know all the people that went on this thing. I don't know if they were the top choices. Clearly, they were the top choices. They went. Were they the best suited for this deployment? I don't know. I know some people who wanted to go who have military and engineering experience, disaster relief experience, who can fix things and do all this sort of thing. I imagine if you're looking for the communicator who is making the contact, uh, sharing and spreading the information, there was probably some good ops on that team. But I think they were doing other things. Fixing generators, helping with water, doing things like that. Again, it's not an indictment. I want to just figure out what is happening here. So what happened? And they were sent back, and I'm, I'm wondering why no one else is going back in there. There's no way, friends, that this mission is over. There's no way that the mission is over. Because boots on the ground, people who are living in Puerto Rico will tell you soon. We'll talk to them. It's all happening. It's in the it's in the motion. Again, the open invitation to talk to everybody who was involved in this in an effort to learn from it. Got off with the wrong foot with the force of fifty. It didn't sa- it sounds like you're sweeping in, you're heading in, you're doing this, and you're rolling out, man. I'm here to tell you they still need radio operators. And at this point, I'm a member of the ARRL. You should know that. I'm a member, a paying member, and I have been since I was licensed. I'm a member of the ARRL. It's not an indictment against the ARRL, the Red Cross, FEMA, or the folks that went there, and certainly not the people who are still there with the problems. But the problems haven't gone away. They need help communicating on the ground not just a force of 22 not just a force of 50 upwards of probably 70 75 operators a month later that's true there's no plans at least what i've heard you know to go back the need is still there so what i'd like to do is start at the seed seed to seedling root to stem And try to find out from the selection process, how it went. I'd talk to 22 members. I would talk to every member of that team to get their perspective of what happened, what what was great, what could be improved in an effort to make this sort of thing better. You think it's going to stop? You think these disasters will stop and just leave us? Mm -mm. I'd love to talk to the Red Cross about the plan and how these amateur radio operators were utilized for the good and how it can be improved. FEMA, if they'd like to talk, same thing. 
and the American citizens who live in Puerto Rico working on the ground as I speak. As communications become possible, you know, looking at still, you know, 80% is what we're hearing. 80% of the island still has a massive problem with electricity and water. How in the world could we be finished? We're not. This particular effort may be. Those hams that live there, and there are ham radio operators still working there today um, that need help and need support. I want to hear from them as well. So we're starting this show off here with a um, heavier message. If you dig into, you know, the things that interest me, it is getting to the story. It's all about the story. You know, producing documentaries or directing documentaries uh, was a means to an end financially for me. It was work for me, but wouldn't take on that work because it takes it takes a while unless the story was there. This is one of those things in my mind. I'm curious because I believe the good people who went there did not label themselves the force of 50. They were chosen, they agreed, and they did their best. That's what I'm going to think, right? Because that's what happened. A three-week deployment, they were there the whole time. All right, let's find out how it was, man. Let's grow from this. Let's figure out what what happened, what structures, what they needed first. Like, aren't you curious about that? I sure hope so. I'm not one of those guys that, you know, they, they just come home and they're back and they go, Phew. Oh, what a rewarding experience. And next, that's the whole world right now. We're just moving on from things. If amateur radio is going to grow and be injected into the consciousness of more people and going to recruit people, disaster and you know emergencies, this could be the way. This could be the way to help, to get more people interested. There's a lot of crossover here with EMTs and fire police, all that sort of stuff, military, you know, we share a lot of common threads and interest. Let's take a look. Again, an open invitation for all of those who are involved. ARRL, I've uh, reached out to Mike Corey. I haven't heard back anything yet, but, you know, they're coming off a big effort here in Puerto Rico. We should. I've had Mike Corey on the show before. If you dig back, you can find out we talk about what they used to label as MCOMs, and now are moving toward disaster relief. That's what it is. I get it. I'm going to be talking to hams from Puerto Rico who live there, are still working, what they need. Let's find out what's happening there. Let's find out how the situation was for them on the ground. Were they incorporated into this group of 22? Were they deployed by the Red Cross there? Everybody's welcome. I'm just going to slowly try to dig into the story and figure it out in an effort uh, to strengthen what we do, in an effort to improve on what we do. There must be there must be great celebrations, and there must be some things that we need to improve when you move yourself off the mainland and go and help. All right, we'll come back and talk about a little bit, you know, some other things that are on my mind next. From the summit to the shack, this is 100 Watts and a Wire.
Ideal for the ham on the go, the IC7300 is a high-performance HF transceiver with a compact design. Don't miss a weak signal with a combination of the waterfall function and real-time spectrum scope. The IC7851 will give you the competitive edge you've been looking for. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this HF transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, and dual receivers. Can't wait for the IC7610? The IC7600 is still available and at a great price. Following in the footsteps of ICOM's flagship radio, the IC7600 has an intuitive operation and the latest DSP technologies. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. In a land where we're all 20 over, this is 100 watts and a wire. Now, members of the team that went to Puerto Rico are welcome to contact me at christian at 100wattsandawire.com. Feel free to share your story in writing, or we can set up a session to have a conversation. Again, uh, the Red Cross, the ARRL, FEMA, if you're there, and certainly the amateur radio operators living and working there still in Puerto Rico, all welcome to contact me, Christian at 100wattsandawire.com. I look forward to hearing from you and our listeners. You know, I'm not going to leave out the voice of the people that I am here serving each week. Thousands of you are listening, and you are welcome to drop me a line as well and let me know what you think. At this point, I don't know exactly what happened. I am curious to learn about this process. I've mentioned this before. I've got four FEMA certifications, which means only that I took the test, I sat, and I tried to learn the material, passed the test, got the certifications that could get me into local programs like RACES and ARIES or CERTs, you know, and start to obtain that practical experience. I in no way could have gone to Puerto Rico in the capacity to communicate. At least that's what I say. I think people on the ground in Puerto Rico would say, uh, no, Christian, why don't you just come here and you'll learn as you do it. And I wish I could. As the days and the hours tick by and you start to hear and learn about the people there and you see the images coming out of Puerto Rico, you know, I wish I had a camera there. I wish I could have gone in in the beginning. But life is life. You can't just step out all the time and go for three weeks and try to tell the story. And the story is still unfolding. So my mind is thinking, man, I really want to learn some more about that because I don't have all the practical experience. I could not have ever submitted an application to go there and to help. Uh, my heart would have said yes. My skill level in disaster relief, mm-mm, not quite there. And uh, when I can you know, have a little more time to go and study locally and maybe do some things in my area first. But boy, would it have been great uh, to take my area of some knowledge and skill level, you know, telling stories, broadcasts, this sort of thing that I do, the documentary stuff, and get to that story and show it and then let you figure it out. So I'll do what I can do here to talk to the people who will talk to me 
about what is happening on the ground, and then you will hear it, and then you can figure out what you believe. Whether you say 7.3 or 73, even 73s, we're still 100 watts and a wire. Ever wish you could take your setup anywhere and not have to worry about power? PowerFilm can help. Specializing in lightweight, easy-to-deploy solar panels, you'll be transmitting from almost anywhere in minutes. Offering foldable panels from 5 to 220 watts, PowerFilm is sure to have an ideal solution for you. You don't have to lug around that heavy and awkward crystalline panel again. Lighten your load and make remote setups easier. You worry about making contacts, leave the portable power to PowerFilm. To learn more, visit PowerFilmSolar.com or reach out on Facebook or Twitter. Little pistols and big guns. This is 100 watts and a wire. I just love listening to Jamboree on the air. It is so much fun to hear the experienced ham radio operators talking to the kids, engaging them. And I know, man, it's not easy talking to older people sometimes. I remember being that kid. And even some of us have mic fright today. We're grown-up adult people and still have a little bit of mic fright. So much so that, you know, we will only work. You know, CW will only bang out some code just to stay away from the interaction. So I really love hearing the young voices and the experienced hams. I nurture them along, try to bring them out of their shell and teach them about this great hobby. Hi, my name is Austin. Oh, hello, Austin. Name here is Kip, Kilo India Papa. Uh, we're hailing out of uh, Fort Gibson Lake here in Oklahoma, QSL. QSL. So you sound a little bit older there, Austin. Uh, how long have you been in the scout? Um, I've been in this troop about five years, four years. I'm a life scout. Excellent. That's good to hear. Well, I'm glad you're getting on the air and making a few radio contacts. Ham radio is a very interesting hobby. I hope you uh, uh, fall in place with it later on in life and enjoy some radio activities. Over. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Over. All right. Very good. Very good. Well, nice talking with you, Austin. And uh, I'll try to uh, make as many contacts with you guys as we can there. Do you have any more questions for me here? I got one funny question. Uh, he was kind of curious about your age, whether you're a grandfather or what, the over? Uh, well, uh, I believe I'm 52 years old, if my count is correct. 52, over. Roger. Well, the funny thing is, uh, that was my grandson asking you, so <laughs> he was just curious. Uh, anyway, uh, I haven't twisted the arm of the rest of them to uh, uh, visit with you this afternoon, but uh, maybe they will later on, uh, Skip. But it's been a great kid so here, over. Okay, real fun. Yeah, that's a good question. I'll tell you what, kids, they're amazing. They come up with good, uh, good questions and... Uh, uh, yeah, it's always good to talk with young folks there. Well, if you don't have anybody else there, Earl, we'll uh, say 73s, and, and uh, good luck with your uh, troops there. 
All right, uh, Skip. We'll pass along the seven threes and hopefully uh, run across you again soon. So you'll have a great day there at the uh, uh, at the lake there. Let's see. Kilo Charlie Five Zulu Zulu X-rays. This is Camp Zero D. Let's turn it back to Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel for your final. A couple of points about the website. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show my interest in learning from the experience in Puerto Rico, that being the response of the amateur radio operators, the call for help, the deployment itself, what you did on the ground, and when you were sent back home. And if you were organizing it, how how that all worked out for you, you know, if you're working for the Red Cross. Why did you send them home? Are you going to bring any more back? That sort of deal. Drop me a line at 100wattsandawire.com. Also, I want to celebrate some upgrades this week. If you're studying for your test and you decide you're going to take the test and upgrade your license, we support you. But I know that the learning process, the studying, everything's kind of like, "Mm, yeah, I'm studying for my test. And maybe you don't put it out there so much that you're going to go take it on this specific day because, you know, it's a lot of information. What if you fail the test? Well, we're not trying to get up all in your business this way. But look, when you do it, you take your test, and that VE looks over and gives you the thumbs up. Right after you do a whole lot of other stuff, go to 100wattsandwire.com. Let us know that you've upgraded, and I'll celebrate you here. Like Brian, Kilo Zero Alpha Tango Zulu is a new amateur extra. I remember that feeling. Oh, it feels good. Congratulations, Brian. Brett, Kilo Echo 8, Delta, Alpha, Charlie. I believe he just got his tech license. The information about the license wasn't there, so I'm going to say welcome to the hobby, Brett. Matt, November 9, Mike, Alpha, Tango is a new extra. High five. Right here. No, no, no. The other side. Steven. Whiskey 5, Victor, Bravo, Alpha is a new amateur general. Congratulations to everyone who's upgraded. There are many, many, many coming into this great hobby. If you remember, drop me a line and we'll celebrate you here on the show. All right, friends, I'm going to wrap things up for this week. I hope everything has been great for you. Uh, As we always say, there's a lot going on in our lives. We stay busy. We try to get on the radio when we can. I do a lot of listening. So with everything going on, I appreciate your support week after week. means a lot to have you here, and it's a lot of fun to do this. So remember, please take care of yourself, take care of your family, and by all means, if you can, if it works out that it fits into your schedule, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.